2: Everyone, this is the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Cherson Tussell, alongside Michaela the Grinch Perkins hey. on this lovely Friday. <laughs> My only, a, only a couple more before <laughs> Christmas, and. I was about the to same say, thing.
1: That was not even close. That's Ebenezer Scrooge. It's
2: the same what thing. What is you doing here?
1: Gold. I'm all of it.
2: She's all of it. She hates Christmas music.
0: I hate Christmas music. Hate Why? it. It's awful. It's That's... the same thing every single year. It's so repetitive. It's uh, so annoying. Half of it is creepy. Baby, it's cold outside. Okay, well, like, just let her go like home. That. I don't like
2: that song.
1: We, it's we all we bad. A it's all bad. I song. saw
2: Daddy Chris kissing or Mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> now it is. I love that
1: one. I love that one because <laughs> it's, it's, it it's it shows you. A, it tells you a it lot, is. lot. of <laughs> considered over cool. my head.
0: <laughs> It says it, it says it says a Christmas lot Christmas. about you as a kid
1: and how you viewed that song because even when I was younger I was like, This kid's mom's cheating on his dad <laughs> Oh, I, I, I realized that Dad was Santa Claus. Oh, Grandma
0: I, got run over by a reindeer.
2: My <laughs> my wife, what, what are, are we what doing? listen to that Christmas song? Because they you thought
1: it was promoting infidelity. <laughs> infidelity, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I always thought too. What is your actual favorite <laughs> Christmas song? Kirsten, <Cheers laughs> I'm not going to ask Mac because she is. the It's greatest. all bad. It's all garbage. Oh. That's not true because there is garbage. a right answer. Dang
2: it, there's a right. I- there's there, one right answer it, in my mind. What is it?
1: Uh, Last Christmas by Wham. That shit goes crazy. Last Christmas. Yes. Yeah, I like that song. Garbage.
2: I like I don't know I like all of them honestly except for um, the ones that I just the two that I just uh,
0: named. But I, oh, you know I, I we, want
1: a hippopotamus yeah. for Christmas. Um, Only a hippopotamus will do. I don't want no toys. No, no I like some, that. So song. annoying, obnoxious, the stupidest song that's ever been you made. You know what's not obnoxious? Song.
0: Charles Waddell Pike and Dana oh. both agree with me. Sorry, I just have to make sure that there's other people out there that hate Christmas music as much as I do. That's all.
1: I hate <laughs> Christmas music from. December 26th to the third Friday of every...
0: I agree. Once hit, Christmas hits, it's done. New I do exactly. enjoy the Christmas songs that they sing in church on Christmas Eve service. That I was like. my
1: favorite part of going I'll to Catholic to school is singing Christmas songs. Shit sounds so good. Singing in a church is amazing. It, it is the, the vocals there. Are crazy. <laughs> okay. That's acoustic. You've
0: we gone well. Off the rails. Okay.
2: What I was going to say is... Something that Michaela does love is the Four Peaks Holiday Cheers box. <gasps> Would you like to do us the honors of
0: punching through the yes, advent calendar? I love advent for calendars. The
2: 9th of December. No, 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 no.
0: no, no. What? what? Uh, no, they don't change said later. we can't That's do like it. That. They haven't done eight yet. They can do eight. Uh, uh, Excuse uh, me. We have one show a week. I was
1: going to say, it is only one show a week.
0: And I love advent calendars. My mom can attest to this. What do we have for the ninth? Roll, for the please. ninth, we have Ooh, double, knot? double Knot IPA. They knew it was me opening it. Ooh. They know how much I love IPAs. Good uh, Double
2: Knot. Love it, love it, love it. Stick that in the fridge. We'll just Big break fan. it open after. No, you got to put
1: it back in the box and make it look like it wasn't open. Oh, so oh yeah. So, yeah. so, so can it reopen it. Yeah, ride we'll, we'll make suns. it look like we did. It.
2: Nobody tell. Nobody <laughs> tell. Okay. Let them think that they were the first. really cool, though. Um,
0: you can pick yours up from Four Peaks if you want one. Look at how cool it is.
2: They do have a limited supply of these Advent Calendar boxes, though. Again, you got a different beer for every day of December, which is amazing. Uh, they're $55. Enjoy their specialty beers, Tall Boys and more. You can purchase them at their 8th Street Pub in
0: Tempe. So fun. Let the 22nd it. is my birthday, and I, I want to punch that one out, too. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, a I think little, if you did a happy time, cheer. people would forgive you for that. Yeah, but. I feel like that is it's my a birthday. Fair I can do what I want. Um, <laughs> someone else's birthday, Will's birthday. Happy birthday, Will! Happy birthday! It's not just so well, funny.
1: it's not Will's birthday here. If I'm understanding correctly, it is right. Will, Will's birthday where he is in Melbourne, Australia, because it oh. is tomorrow. You're watching in
0: Australia. from Australia.
1: It seems like what he was saying. Uh, yes, it's tomorrow here in Melbourne. I haven't slept. What a blessing it is. I saw the
0: Wow, international wow, viewer. What's I up, saw, Will? Wait a
2: second. So I saw birthday. the notification for this to come on. I love it. Like, oh, my gosh. Thanks, Will.
0: That's awesome. So good day, happy mate. For- uh. <laughs> Put some shrimp on the bobby.
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa. You're going you're gonna to come out here and... <laughs> insult this man i also have beef with your mom now mac why you say on that William
0: wham sucks. sucks yeah my mom's not a music person either you oh. guys know where i get my personality from it's literally just me and my mom re-inc- i'm reincarnated version of my mother okay <laughs> uh. Uh, um we
2: did have some we did have some big news and we want to kind of at least um address it and say that we're thrilled to have Brittany grinder back um safely um and Acknowledge that before we get into some fun stuff, because uh, man, it was a long time—almost ten months—that she was detained Oof. in Russia. And you know, everybody has different opinions of it, but we are so thrilled and happy um, for her, for her family, and um, now she gets the pro- to start the process of healing. And I can't imagine the difficulty that difficult road that she still has ahead of her when it comes to that. Um, But wow, 294 days later, she is now back home. And um, we're, we're just so thrilled that she's back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Overjoyed that she is back home safe. She landed in the United States late last night. So glad she's back on American soil and glad that she can start that healing process that Tristan mentioned and that her wife gets to be with her for the holiday season as well.
2: One more thing to add, her wife, Sherelle, such a symbol of strength through this entire thing. And her speech yesterday or address at yesterday at the White House was um, commendable that she was able to hold herself together. Um, you know, speaking at the White House is a big deal. And she's been through so much um, to hold it together and to speak as eloquently as she did and recognize um everyone that helped bring BG home as well as um, the Wheeland family who's still fighting to bring their loved one home and to say that she and Brittany are going to help in the fight to bring all Americans home that are wrongly detained elsewhere. So um, just commend them for, for that as well.
0: Bring them back, bring them all back.
2: All right, let's get into our segment of the day down in the DMS. One of our, I love when we do this is I love to hear what other people Uh, want us to talk about what questions do you guys have Uh, Um, it's all about you
0: guys anyways we got a lot of questions so thank you guys so much for sending them in if at any time you have a question during the show drop it in the chat and put some question marks by it so we know you want us to answer it and we will do our best to answer your questions but thank you all for your questions there were so many i was like let's go
2: shall we get into them let's do it all right lojo deportes We can find that one, Sean. When it comes to the Suns and Coyotes performances this week, can we just change the subject?
0: That is a great question, (laughs) (laughs) and we will change the subject after we answer your question. Um, All right. It was a bad week from Lojo
2: Deportes, and yeah, we would all just kind of like to uh, just turn the page on this one. I would say the Coyotes and Suns are in two wildly different places. So obviously there's one team that whose performances hit a little harder and differently. The Coyotes, I will say we could probably just brush past them. Like, listen, they were on a 14 game road trip. It's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win when you're playing that many games on the road, I think it tied for a, for an NHL record for most consecutive road games in NHL history. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen. So, you know, it is what it is, and their expectations, the expectations that have been placed on them from an outside perspective are pretty low anyway. So they, lost, they only won one of 11 of their last games on that 14-game road trip. Oh They're back God. at home. Finally tonight, but uh you know, and then they close it out with a pretty, pretty bad loss to Edmonton. So it's just like eight to
0: two. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> what do you even say about that? I don't know. That's rough. I mean, like you said, the coyotes and the suns are in wildly different categories. So to me it's a little bit easier to feel okay about winning the last eleven of their fourteen on the road, uh, Because I don't expect the Coyotes to go out there and shut teams out night in and night out and win and put up impressive, like, remarkable things on the ice because it's the Coyotes. Like, we're very realistic about where they're at. They're in a rebuild right now. Um, I think they're still ahead
2: of the Blackhawks, though, which we're all all talking about lottery here. They're still ahead of. The Black Which isn't great because uh, <laughs> hashtag shit the
0: Bedard. Uh, <laughs> How did
1: they lose that many games and still are ahead of the Blackhawks? The Ops? team that, that the Coyotes know, really have to worry about is the Anaheim Ducks. They are, and I cannot yeah. say this with enough emphasis, bad at hockey. Um, they are currently yes. 7, 17, and 3 with 17 points. Uh, Blackhawks have 18. Blue Jackets also have 18 um so it's not there's a little bit of competition didn't the the blue
0: jackets lose by like eight goals to the sabers no they lost
1: nine to four yeah yeah (laughs) i could talk about that but the thing about the the anaheim ducks is they have played 27 games already the coyotes have played 24 and the ducks have one less point so they have a few games in hand and are still behind the coyotes so maybe
0: it's a good thing that the coyotes lost that many games because we want them to get the the first overall pick Mm -hmm. so it's, it's okay. We're fine with it, right? The Suns um, on the other hand. The Suns on the other hand, no.
2: <laughs> so they lost big to Dallas, which we hate to see. And then Literally they followed it so up. Much. It was like, man, just throw away the tape. Move on from that. That was just a bad game. And then you have another litmus test of where this team is at against Boston, who has a, also has something to prove. And, had controversy and adversity this season already that could have either made or break broke them made or break made or break them them. breaking
0: them could have uh, made them
2: them or broken them however you want to say it Um, and they are firing on all cylinders and completely embarrassed the Suns I mean completely embarrassed them so in those two (laughs) losses this week they lost by a combined 46 points and that includes a combined 53 point deficit at halftime. again combined but it's not good
0: yeah that's not good to say the least I mean that's not what I want to see from the Phoenix Suns like I've been saying this all along their championship window is closing very rapidly like if it's not this season I, I, I don't know where you go from there so um, obviously they've had some injuries that they've been struggling with. Well, Chris CP3's, Paul returned yes. in this
2: Boston game and it didn't make a difference. did
0: not make a difference. It did not go well. Now again, so. that's his
2: first game back and he was out for as long as the Coyotes were on the road for. This is also <laughs> true. These are facts.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, the Dallas loss hurt because I hate the Mavericks so much. Like it, they infuriate me on a soul deep level. So obviously that wasn't Luka, great.
2: Like, He gets under my skin. He really bothers me. I hate to admit it because I think that's what they love to hear, but he gets under my skin.
1: I have some sources that have informed me that uh, Luca is a hoe. (laughs)
0: Can (laughs) confirm, Luca is a hoe. Um, So obviously you never want to see them lose to Dallas just because I don't know what Dallas does, just everything they do just makes me angry. Um, And then that loss to Boston was just absurd. Like that was such a bad game. Like They were without
2: Al Horford too.
0: There was nothing I could point to uh, in that Boston game where I was like, oh, it's okay. It was all bad. It was all bad. So uh,
2: it ticks me off because they're like, losses that like defeat your soul yeah
0: that like hurt like on a physical level like have
2: some pride (laughs) in what you're doing
0: yeah I get
2: it like you're not gonna win every game and you might have like a, a bad game here and there or whatever but to lose the way that you lost to two contenders in Dallas potential contenders in Dallas and Boston what Where's your sense of pride? Like, yeah, what are we doing here?
0: I think it also hurts, too, because we in Phoenix know that the national media generally overlooks the Phoenix market, the Phoenix sports teams in general. Um, but when they do make waves and they are good, and then like something goes wrong, like they just dogpile on whatever is going wrong, and so it always makes me nervous because I know the next day, like after a bad game, I'm gonna turn on like whatever show on ESPN, and they're gonna be like the Phoenix Suns are a fraud, and it's like oh, like I don't, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> this says uh oh,
2: tierston is ticked. ticked. Yes, I'm ticked.
0: <laughs> the good news is they play the Pelicans tonight, so they do have a chance to redeem themselves because that is going to be an important. Game to if they
2: go and blow another game and lose by a ton for some reason and that's their whole week like I'm out I'm gonna need some time away from the Suns before I can recoup and start watching games again but hey listen it's still like early enough in the season where they can certainly right the ship they can certainly you know I hate it because people are now having the conversation of whether or not Chris Paul's washed and. That's another whole other thing and, you know, whatever. So I won't get into that. But uh, this team is going to have to make some serious changes, adjustments. We already know that they're, you know, looking to bring somebody else on. But um, with where they're at now, I thought at one point here, I was like, and I hate to, like, ride the emotional roller coaster with them, but I really thought at one point I was like, man, this team, without even, like, making any changes, is going to be a contender, like, And um, so people made the argument, too, that like, well, they didn't make any they didn't make any improvements from last year to this year. And I'm like, well, I felt like they were a contender last year. Did they like what all what all do they really need to do? Um, So that was sort of my mindset, especially when they were, you know, kind of firing on all cylinders at one point. Then you have injuries and things like that that blow things up. But um, I could talk about this forever. I'm really frustrated, though, and I I hope that they can just. right the ship tonight is a get right game opportunity for them. Yeah. And
0: move forward. They play in um, New Orleans again on Sunday as well. We'll point that out in the chat. So this is an important two stretch, two stretches of games. They could redeem themselves a little bit here in my eyes. Um, Daniel saying this won't be the roster in a month. They will be fine. Yeah. I definitely expect the Suns to make changes. They have to, like they don't have a choice if they want to compete this year and they want to make a deep run in the playoffs, they have to make some changes on their roster. Um, So I definitely think, I agree with Daniel. This isn't going to be <laughs> what it's going to be. Brian proposing quite the ultimatum. Christmas music or watch the last two Suns games. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I honestly think I would rather go back and watch those two Suns games and listen to Christmas music. That is how much I hate Christmas music, you guys. Like, that's it a question
2: is, specifically for Michaela because yeah, I, I don't mind say,
0: Christmas music. It I, is a, I will happily listen to Christmas it music. It is a deep-rooted, like, genetic in my DNA hate. Like, I can't do it. So I would honestly rather watch the Suns get blown out the <laughs> last two games again than listen to Christmas music. It's so bad. Uh,
2: I don't know how to say this person's name, but they say, on the positive side, Josh Akogi's starting to hit shots and D. Lee is way better than expected. There are some really big, bright spots on the bench.
0: Damien Lee is definitely one of them. I am shook, shooketh to my core about Damien Lee in the best way possible. Like, I am so glad that he's wearing a son's uniform this year. He has been a pleasant surprise, to say the
1: least. I'm sorry to get us on topic again. This is an interesting question. Is the Grinch considered Xmas music? As the Grinch, do you like the Grinch song? No. Or is it still Christmas music? It's all bad. That's interesting.
0: Mr. Grinch.
1: It's all bad. It's like bad. your theme
0: song. It's all so annoying. It's just horrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's crazy.
1: Do you like Christmas movies?
0: Um, no. Not
1: that's really. That's unbelievable. They're so cheesy. The I can Grinch, tell you what's going to happen. A the, Charlie Brown Christmas? The Charlie Brown Christmas tree? What are we talking about? The Grinch
0: is fine. I'll watch a The A Christmas Grinch, story? But I've seen it so many times. Come on. I
2: wasn't allowed to watch The Grinch.
0: I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> if you don't know, if you guys don't know, if you haven't been watching this show for a while, Tirsten's the most sheltered child on the face of the planet. there so. there's this song where What's-Her-Face, Cindy Lou Who, it's like the Where Are You Christmas
2: song, and my mom was oh, like, that's horrible. That's
0: horrible. <laughs> The oh, most sheltered God child I've God. ever met in my life. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Elf is a great mo- movie. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. We're we boycott get- if she hates Elf. I- Elf is fine. Don't shoot me. I've seen it enough to not want to watch it again. That's crazy. But it is a good movie. I'm just, I'm not. This is unbelievable. I don't, I don't unbelievable. need to watch it ever again. But it, I like Have you seen It's a
2: Wonderful Life? I can't straight my
0: head. Yes. I've seen all of them. Against my will. But yes, I have. Um, the elf, okay. elf is funny. It's funny. I'm just not going to watch it again, okay? Jeez, don't cancel me. All right, moving on.
2: <laughs> all right, next question. Sean, is it better for you to pick the questions? or uh,
1: You can tell me what you want, and I okay. can find it. I when
2: it will the NCAA drop the inevitable sanctions hammer on ASU for all of their COVID recruiting violations under Herm? And when that does happen... Will they fire Ray Anderson for lack of institutional control? That is Todd in Phoenix asking a two part question. Mac, do you want to take a first crack at this?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I don't really know if it's necessarily going to be a hammer. I think the the sanctions, I think they've already received a couple, right? They imposed the 12 scholarship reductions, um, N- and they've had other recruiting sanctions as well.
2: So, um, so I. That was so. We. I was trying to make a case. Um, you're, I messed you up. I set you up for failure on oh, that one. Oh, thanks. So this that was Tennessee that we were comparing. Oh, to.
0: Okay, okay so, yeah.
2: So, yeah. um, so yeah. So they have not done any self-imposed sanctions. So you can That's make right. a case yeah. as to like why haven't they done that? Because if you compare it to Tennessee, who basically got cracked for the same, same thing, exact yeah. thing.
1: Which, if people don't know, is, is essentially having recruits on campus during the COVID recruiting dead period. Correct. Which is what yes. both schools did.
2: Um, and so they went ahead and were like, OK, we're going to self-impose 12 scholarship uh, reductions. And then we're going to self-impose other recruiting restrictions on us. We saw something similar happen to U of A uh, when their basketball program was in hot water and they decided they were going to place a postseason ban on themselves Mm -hmm. and kind of get ahead of what was to come because then you could also make a case of like listen we've already paid our dues or paid some of our dues and therefore eh, maybe you should be a little lighter on us or we can just say you've done enough and we can just move on um and so we haven't seen ASU do that.
0: And but to be fair, none of the <clears throat> none of the coaches that were here when that was going on are here anymore
1: with the exception of Sean Aguano. Yes, with the exception fair, of Aguano. But Sean he was Aguano. just running back's coach at but, that time.
2: But that's the that's the same situation over at Tennessee as well. So I just think it's interesting. I, I feel like ASU had an opportunity to get ahead of this that coming into this year because what were really the expectations of this season? We've known that Herm Edwards was just – he wasn't the future, right? Like it was – we didn't maybe know that he was going to get fired exactly when he was going to get fired after having an atrocious loss at the beginning of the year, but it's just probably going to be his last year if he did finish out the season. So why not go into it and just self-impose a few things? Yeah, yeah and you're going to have re- recruiting issues anyway this season or in the off season or whatever because you've got this thing hanging over you anyway why don't you just self impose and try to get ahead of it and they haven't done that and i don't know if that's going to backfire or if this whole thing's just kind of going to kind of go away but it's still looming so i don't know what's going to happen
0: yeah i don't know what's going to happen either i have a feeling that it's i don't know i don't know I'm, i i uh, it's a it's a tough call because um, I think ASU could have helped themselves out if they had done the self imposed sanction route, but obviously they didn't. So I don't know if that is going to be in the back of the NCAA's mind when they're deciding what they want to do to ASU, or if they if that didn't make any difference at all. I, I generally don't know, but um, I don't. When it comes to Ray Anderson, because there was a second part of that question, um, if they're going to fire Ray Anderson for his lack of institutional control, I also don't. I don't know if you. Will or if you can't, like, I think, yeah, it like I think Ray Anderson is in a good place right now because everyone's really excited about his Kenny Dillingham hire, and um, you know, I think the narrative has kind of been pushed away from him in in, in a sense, so I don't really know exactly what,
1: yeah, so it's gonna happen. It's interesting because I mean, you look at Tennessee, they have managed to avoid getting. Um, charged with lack of institutional control in part because of a like you mentioned the self-imposed uh, scholarship restrictions and stuff like that. But they also like the and the NCAA went out of their way to basically compliment Tennessee on the extent to which they cooperated with the investigation. Yeah. So that's one thing that ASU could do to kind of help themselves out. But the funny thing is, is that if they had imposed self, like self-imposed a bull ban, And a scholarship ban, you know what would be different? Literally nothing. Because they didn't make a bowl and they didn't use all their scholarships. Like, they had no one signed. And
2: the expectations weren't there either.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess maybe they could come out now and be like, hey, I don't know if you knew this, but we imposed a a bowl ban last year. And that's why we weren't in a bowl. Um, It is going to be very interesting. But like you said, I don't expect much of anything to happen. Like, there's not a whole lot that came out of the Tennessee thing. Um, I just... I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that that big of a deal. To be quite honest, there's going to be some stuff, but the fact that all the coaches are gone, I think, is is very big. Uh, yeah, I think that is going to soften the blow of any punishment that does come.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, people in the comments are being very funny today. Um, uh, <laughs> ASU had dropped punishment on themselves for keeping Anderson from Brian. Um, that's a funny one. <laughs> and Geoff saying, "Uh, isn't having Herm as your coach for four years enough of a punishment?" Yeah, that was yeah, rough. yeah.
2: And I also to add to that last question, um. About Ray Anderson, uh, I think when it comes to ASU, and I think when it comes to any Pac-12 school, what do they tout? It's like we're more than just football, right? And we were we're an Olympic conference, and the conference you, of
0: champions, in the
2: conference of champions. But that we promote here on the in this you know side of the country more than just football, right? Like so, when you take a look at what Ray Anderson's done, he has. Uh, ha- had big accomplishments in other sports. You just take a look at what he's done with ASU hockey. Mm-hmm. And so I think that his resume extends far beyond just football. And I think that since we're not an SEC's SEC school, like that flies for us.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just, you hammered, you hit, you speak in my language, Jason, because that's one thing I've tried to driven, drive home to ASU fans is that, I understand there's frustration with the football team, but Ray Anderson has not done a bad job as athletic director. Everything else has been successful. And a now, lot of the credit of like
0: getting it. the Coyotes deal negotiated with Mullet yeah. relies Hockey's lies on Ray example. Anderson's shoulders. I, I like that's think... huge for ASU. Like I know it looks bad for the Coyotes and it's not great for the NHL, but for a collegiate oh. hockey program to be sharing an arena with an yeah. NHL team, like that's well, huge. And for ASU getting hockey
2: to be an NCAA yeah, sport. Well, key. and also
0: yeah, and then like building that relationship with the Coyotes. So like if the Coyotes Tempe Arena deal happens and then ASU basketball can move in there, like and they decide that they can share that with the asu basketball team because the hockey arena went so well like that's also huge and that'll be another notch that ray anderson has on his belt like
1: yeah joe does make the point that hockey wouldn't exist without the millet family so it yes. was kind of a gift to him but i, I do think that they sitting here and pretending that ray anderson is just a bad ad is just like downright disrespectful to all the other teams like we don't have one of the best wrestling programs in the country swimming like, track swimming, and field triathlon, the triathlon they're like six, six time times yeah. yeah like it, uh, Basically every program, with the exception of the biggest, no, no, <laughs> most every program right now, I would argue is on is on a trajectory is in the is going in the right direction. Yeah, the ASU Softball basketball might be team, the one. Exception. Men's
0: basketball team looks yeah. incredible. But, like
1: baseball's gotten better. Baseball was one yeah. of this pro- this school's legacy programs, and it was bad for a while. But now they have a, a program legend coaching them. Like they, I, I think he's doing all the right.
0: things. Yeah, baseball's definitely back on right track. Like they didn't have any alumni involvement when um, what's his nuts was here. Um, Hk? Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> Hk? Who cares? Uh, the the other uh, Tracy Smith. They didn't have any alumni involvement from anyone. Basically, when Tracy Smith was head coach, like the there was a bunch of negativity surrounding that program, and it's like gotten them. so much better now that Willie Sayer. They've gotten so much more alumni involved. They gotten so many more donors involved. Like it's crazy with the basketball. Basketball's program, nine so. and one right now. Yeah, basketball's, basketball's nine and one. one. Um,
1: Women's basketball not doing great, but we got a new coach. <laughs> it's a, it's a rebuild.
0: Yes, it's a rebuild. Um. So yeah, I don't know. The Ray thing is a little hard. Obviously, the Herm hire wasn't great, and you could point to nepotism or whatever with that yeah. whole now, ordeal. If but... this
1: Kenny thing doesn't go right, uh, he needs to be exiled from the state because um, <laughs> that, that, that's his last chance. This has to go relatively there well. There also
0: has to be a grace period. like <laughs> no, His first yeah, year, Like year. I don't know what to expect okay, from his right first on. year because he's so young, and this recruiting thing is going to be interesting to see how ASU can kind of salvage themselves. So, I mean, ASU has to be
2: It's hard graceful. to... Hire a college football coach. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's really hard to get just re- that right. Just
1: remember, and w- once Kenny Dillingham goes misses a bowl for five straight years, and you're like, ah, fire goes Ray what? Anderson misses a bowl. Oh, misses a bowl. for five straight years, and everyone's like, ah, Ray Anderson. Remember that you're, you're lying to yourself because you also thought the Kenny Dillingham hire was good. I'm not talking <laughs> to either of you. I'm talking to the viewers. You thought the Kenny Dillingham hire was good. So if you're going to sit here and complain later on, look yourself in the mirror.
0: Yes. uh talking about ASU. Uh, Fires me up, but it also sometimes stresses me out, which is why OGs are perfect. Um, If you also want to get in on this OGs action, which I can't recommend enough because they are the best tasting THC scratch made gummies in the state of Arizona. And you've got to go to your local dispensary and pick some up. I highly recommend the orange creamsicle flavor; it is my absolute favorite. But they have also they have also a ton of other great flavors as well. They have microdose options in the three milligram version, so if you don't want to like jump off the deep end with a ten milligram, the uh, microdose options are great. They have sleep edition gummies now that help you stay asleep, fall asleep, and stay asleep, and they're also delicious. They're aqua berry flavored, so you know they've got everything for anyone in whatever you might need in the THC world. And I. I can't recommend them enough they taste incredible i'm gonna throw sean under the bus a little bit but while we were show oh. prepping yesterday
2: sean comes into the office and he's like hey uh I'm gonna go see black panther max do you have any ogs gummies <laughs>
1: that is true and we're going to see Bob Panther today, so...
0: Still needs those, OG uh, still needs those um, OGs on Max isn't in the Max office. In I might have to
1: go snooping.
0: <laughs> um, Max, a, Max has OGs stash everywhere. somewhere. yeah. Yeah. But if you are going to partake in the OGs fun and you find them at your local dispensary, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. And that's that. All right. Let's get into our next question. Um, we're gonna do a little holiday, a little holiday section here. So uh Jingle Charles Woodall Bell, Pike coming Jingle in with a great Bell. question. Besides a championship, if all the Arizona teams were making their holiday wish list, what would be their number one thing each team would ask for right now? Great question. Freaking love it. Thank you, Charles Woodall Pike. Um the Cardinals, let's start with the Cardinals, because we haven't talked about the Cardinals yet. I think this one's pretty easy. If I were making a wish list for the Cardinals, the number one thing and the only thing I would put up on it is a new head coach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is the most glaring thing i you could also i mean yeah that's and the a
0: new gm say
2: you could add an, a G- new gm
1: <laughs> i was i was a, i was a pretty humble kid when i was younger i know that saying you're humble is like the least humble thing ever but i would never i didn't like asking my my mom for big things i knew she was a hardworking woman had three two other kids to pay for so i i'll take the coach but if she surprised me with like the big flat screen tv and fired the gm i wouldn't complain about it
0: see i yeah i don't know i mean i feel like uh They're both so equally bad, but I feel like a coach, I just, for me personally, I just want a new coach. Like, I know the GM is also not great and I would also love a new GM, but for right now, I just want to see a new coach in there.
1: Do you hire, (laughs) do you trust the GM to make that? No. You hire (laughs) them? So,
0: okay. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll switch it around. Um, Tristan, what would be your number one thing for the Cardinals wish list?
2: Yeah for me I would take either one of them but I just they need a new head coach like there is no ifs ands or buts about it like gotta make a coaching change and so like that for me is like number one for the Cardinals.
1: I will also say that when I was younger you know you get clothes for Christmas and it's cool but you want toys now i am older and if someone gets me clothes for christmas i very much appreciate it so let's get some new jerseys oh
0: yeah that's good that would be the third thing yeah new Cardinals jerseys for
2: sure i just feel like we talk about this every Every time because
1: it is the easiest fix like i understand Firing your GM and your coach and your quarterback, all that, pretty difficult. A lot of money tied in. Just get new jerseys. Make everybody happy for a little bit. Everyone everyone will forget about it. Everyone will forget it's about like the coaching putting for lipstick
0: a on a pig, but I'll take it. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> At least the pig is prettier. Um, yeah. So if we're making a list for the Cardinals this holiday season, we're going to be putting a new head coach, a new general manager, and some new uniforms on the list for the Cardinals. I think that's a pretty good list. Um, Moving right along to the Coyotes, Um, And you guys can play along with us, too, in the comments. Drop what you would wish for for your teams as well. Um, For the Coyotes, for me, the most important thing that I would want to ask Santa for for the Coyotes is just, like, the arena to be done built ready to go they can start playing in it this season because i am so tired yes i am so tired of canadian hockey fans saying that we're a poverty franchise and we play in a a barn smaller than their hockey team in minnesota their high school hockey team in minnesota like i don't care i'm tired of it i'm so done like i just wanted the coyote's arena to be done built they can move in there and it can be amazing and we're ready to go so that's my wish I for the coyotes I just
2: want it to get past and <laughs> them to just put a shovel in the ground and start moving toward it which
0: hey we're, we're, we're really asking Santa for anything you can go you can go hypothetical you can go big
2: clear I understand that clearly because <laughs> that arena is definitely not going to be built by next season but I I'm thinking uh, my approach was just a little more realistic. I just want to make sure that they do have a home in the next few years and that we are heading in the right direction. Because if for some reason the residents do not pass this in May, do I think that the Coyotes have a backup plan? Absolutely. You have to. You have to when it comes to business. But... They've got a backup plan. I, I hope so. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about a
1: backup plan. <laughs> a backup plan. <laughs> Could you imagine Maycom's vote the fails okay, and are like, No, oh, no listen, we're no talking way. about a
0: franchise that got kicked out of their arena in Glendale and didn't have Stop. anywhere oh, to go.
1: No. Yeah, but you're, you're giving... You're they not had giving, nowhere you're not to go. Giving the city of Glendale enough blame, they had to
0: like fit foe so hard when Glendale evicted them. Like it was unreal. Like there was like the Tempe Memorial, the Memorial Coliseum. Like oh shit. Like are we gonna like try different like arenas around the valley? Like what? are Like Tucson? Like it was scary. So I, forgive me for not thinking they have a backup. First <laughs> off,
2: these people are businessmen through and through, and they are not going to set themselves up in a situation where they are caught with their pants down in May yeah. and have. Have no idea of what they're gonna do. Also,
1: also, even if this thing fails in May, they still have two to three years left in mullet, so they have time to figure out a plan. If they Mm. don't, for some reason, have one, but I have a hard time. We
2: don't know about it, but there is another plan. There's a backup
1: Um, plan. To get back to the Coyotes' question, though, I'm gonna be generous with my Christmas wish. Do a little, you know, holiday charity, and all I want for Christmas is a goaltender for the Anaheim Ducks, so they can get out of our fucking way. <laughs> in the, in
0: the Get out of the anaheim ducks need to be better so we can tank harder. Um,
1: no, I'm, just, that. I'm just in a very giving mood. I don't want anything for us. I just want something for them. Yeah, okay, um, there you
0: go. Is it Jeff or Geoff? It's if, Jeff it's it's Geoff. Geoff. And also, it's a German name. It's Jeff. It's
1: Jeff. It's Jeff. And also I want to address this because we have we have before and y'all forgot. Uh where is it? The name that's backwards. It's Ted Lubin. He just okay, has his yes. text. Okay, well, right anyway, he, can you scroll oh, back down, I please, producer?
0: Sure, um, <laughs> G-O. I'm going to keep calling him up. I don't care. Coyotes need to find money for Austin Matthews. Yeah, that would be another thing I would put on their Christmas wish list would be uh, securing Austin Matthews when they that's, get their new arena. You, you
1: got, that, that's for a different Christmas. That's, that's, a, for, like the, for, no, that's for
0: like Christmas in like Bedard four years. There. Yeah, Bedard would be a good one, just like guaranteed Bedard. Um, shout out to AJ Haefeli. He is the DNVR avalanche reporter from our sister station in denver thanks for watching aj i thanks miss for you laughing at us um yeah <laughs> aj loves laughing at the coyotes it's like his favorite pastime in the whole world obviously he has the sweet life by covering a cha- uh, stanley cup champion team uh shout out to the abs but
2: we're not all as fortunate we're okay? not all
0: as fortunate as you are aj okay but we're we working with what we got.
2: coyotes we love our hockey in the desert okay i was gonna we're very i was
1: gonna try and and talk them. shit by saying how The Broncos doing, but that some people will be catching some strays if I were to be doing that. Yeah, i don't even go there.
0: Um, <laughs> we're not even going to talk about it. All right, um, sons, someone already said what I was going to say. I was going to say, Katie, just get Katie to the valley, bring Katie here right now, right freaking now. Give me Kevin Durant or give me death. Um, I, I wish Kevin Durant for the Suns.
1: <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going to say just was going to be a what little more realistic. They're getting. He death. said they're getting death. <laughs> um, uh,
0: Espo does not believe the the uh, sons will be getting Kevin Durant.
1: Another guard, maybe something. Another what? A guard. Well, a guard? I wouldn't have said
2: guard. I was all for this power forward, but now Chris Paul is. You know, like <laughs> you guys are thinking not that too I don't small. Like campaign, but geez, I'm not thinking small. I'm
1: being realistic.
0: You can ask Santa for anything
1: yeah but he's not going to bring you everything you start yeah that's how you make the christmas list you start with like oh i want the unicorn yeah. i want a truck and then i also want like a, a, a t-shirt that's true like that's you, a good way you, to start you, you put the okay. big stuff top and then you got to work your way down the more
0: realistic um side. i know this isn't real but the other thing i was going to ask for for the suns because i'm just playing in the very hypothetical game here is just anti-injury players for the rest of the season like no more injuries how about a great owner no more injuries Ooh, that's a good one yeah a, a new owner that's amazing they need one of those for sure I like that one what you're gonna go with a new owner a for the owner. Suns? not a
2: new owner they're gonna get a new owner a great a great owner. owner
0: there you go that is a good one I love that um they definitely need that as well so we're gonna go Kevin Durant <laughs> no injuries for the rest of the season and a new a great owner. Specifically, and
2: Boosty says wish an MVP season from Booker, but what he's he's already on that trajectory. Like he's he has he's an MVP caliber caliber player in general. Mm-hmm. Um, although uh, the the game against Boston didn't do him any fav- favors in that uh, category because of who he was up against. But what does that do for the Suns if Devin Booker gets an MVP nod? It doesn't do anything for them. So. But Boosty, you can ask for whatever you want. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm also happy with Devin Booker getting an MVP award. Like that's
2: not that's not what I'm asking for, though.
0: Uh, yeah, I, that's not the top of my priority list. It would be great to see because recognition is deserved there. Um. All right, let's round this out with the Diamondbacks. For me, for the Diamondbacks, I'm asking for a brand new, fully loaded, souped out, foolproof <laughs> bullpen.
1: Inject it. Inject
0: For the it. love of God, can we please have a competent bullpen this next season? I swear to all things good and holy, if I have to watch another Diamondback season where they're actually like mildly pretty competitive and their bullpen blows it like night in and night out, I'm going to lose my their mind. The
2: bullpen scarred me. I yeah. can't.
1: Like, I can't do it's, it. It's, there's legitimate emotional trauma. I yes.
0: can't do it. They it, the, the Diamondbacks lost like a good chunk of their games solely because solely. of the bullpen. Only and truly only because of the bullpen. So if I have to suffer through another season like that again, I'm going to lose my mind. I, I don't can't. want that for Tori. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I oh Shout god.
1: out Mariah Carey. I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want. I don't. Need, I don't. I don't need a good bullpen. I just need a bullpen that's not god awful. Like just like record bad bullpen. I need just a, a semi <sighs> okay. Like me, Mac, and I Shearson need out there like
0: throwing. I need like five to eight incredible lights out bullpen pitchers to heal the emotional trauma that I suffered. <laughs> I thought you were
1: gonna say like <laughs> like outings, and I was like, no, would no, be a, no, no pitchers.
0: I'm talking like fully souped up, decked out, ready to go, never gonna fail, all star, all star freaking bullpen, and all of our all star representatives are bullpen pitchers. <laughs> like that is what I want to see for the Diamondbacks. Um, no, just kidding. Obviously, they need a couple other things. They need a catcher. They need a right-handed power batter. They need, they
1: need someone to starting pitcher. Madison they need Bumgarner it, yes. out to pass. Oh, my God. Okay, that's going to be my
0: second thing. Anybody, literally anyone, to replace Madison Bumgarner. Like, please, can we send Madison Sign Bumgarner off into the sunset?
1: Shirtless Derek are out here somewhere? Early retirement...
0: I I don't care. Just I'm sorry, Madison Bumgarner. I'm warming up the bullpen cart. I'm coming to pick you up. I'm driving you out of town and I'm dropping you off at the nearest like horse ranch outside uh, of the city limits. Buffalo
2: (laughs) chip in um, Cave Creek. (laughs) Have at it. They've got uh, some nights they've got amateur bull riding, although he's a pro, so he doesn't even need that. Well,
1: if he needs pro bull riding, Gila River Arena. That's all they got going. Gila
2: River.
0: There you go.
1: Desert Diamond.
2: Desert Diamond now.
0: Li- yeah literally anything besides Madison Bumgarner in the bullpen like whatever we have to do to fix it we're gonna like it needs to be fixed um the good thing though is like their outfield looks amazing and they've New got early. uh they've got lots of exciting young guys up there so at least we've got that going for us <laughs> um, uh, honorable mentions
1: bring back the teal and yes purple, bring back teal and purple and mm-hmm. bring back to tell Marte's talent not sure where that went yep uh, that'd be also good too. maybe get them just like working hamstrings Okay. Any of that.
0: Those are good. Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, just I think we've about covered all of it. (laughs) Um, I also wouldn't mind a new owner, but that's our discussion for another day. Um, anything else? (laughs) Love that. We've really covered all of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think we got the Dynamax covered for Christmas. Um, let's go another holiday question from Elizabeth. Who's getting Cole in their stocking for being the biggest villain of the year towards an Arizona player or team? Um, I think this one's pretty easy for us. Yeah, I think I don't even want to
2: say his name. For more than two minutes, so <clears> let's <throat> just say Pat Bev.
0: Um, Patrick, if Bev. anyone's a <laughs>
2: hoe, I think it's Pat Bev, but
0: yeah, that's See, also a good. But the one. thing is,
1: is, yeah, Pat Bev's annoying, but also Lakers are, are, are trash. I mean, they've been kind of good recently. For me, it's Luca. Luca is the king. Ho, you're giving
0: Luca Cole?
1: Yeah, that's fine, that's I mean, fair. Uh, Pat Bev's like an annoying little brother. He, he's going to bother you. He's not really in your way. Yeah, but... Luca consistently Pat Bev like, was the annoying little brother
0: before, but now he plays for the Lakers, and he's like this oh, horrendous... I, one crossed the
2: line, and one's just a competitor that gets under our skin because he... Well, there's the... there's Okay, there's the, the draft thing that I won't get into that gets under people's skin, but then also it just gets under our skin because he's good in general, but... And like that... <laughs> and I'm one of those people, but Pat Bev crossed the line, and that is something that I can't...
0: Can't forgive. Yeah. Um, and nice. also, Pat Bev sucks, and Luca also is very fair. good. So it's a little bit easier to... Um, at least you can enjoy watching Luca. Yeah. At like. least Luca is good and can back up anything that he does on the court. Patrick Beverly is washed and horrible and not very good. So Patrick Beverly is worse, in my opinion. Patrick Peterson, um,
1: honorable mention.
0: Yes, Will, saying Patrick Peterson. Definitely getting Cole from Santa this year from Arizona sports fans. I also, absolutely. I want to
1: give Cole to the entire city of glendale well not the entire city there's some good people there the, the, the city of glendale is just like politicians i guess are no uh involved in.
2: um say, wait say that sentence again
1: city of glendale's politicians just anybody involved mm. with anything that had to do with the arena situation glendale deserves
0: cool. mm, i mean to be fair the coyotes did kind of screw themselves <laughs> over in that situation no they did
1: but also the Glen- glendale didn't help
0: i mean if i was glendale i also would have evicted the coyotes they weren't paying their rent or their taxes. Like, you got to go. Like, you got to pay your rent and you got to pay your taxes. Like, if you're not, don't mess with my bag. Get out. <laughs> so, I would have done That's the
1: fair. same. Oh, oh, oh. Give Herm Edwards coal. Yeah. He deserves it.
0: Yep. We can yeah, give he Herm some coal. That makes me sad, though, because I love Herm as a
1: human being. He's a good person. I like him. But even is. good people mess up sometimes.
0: Um, Someone said, give Michael Bidwell coal for those five-year extensions. I... I'm so pro that. I absolutely agree. Michael Bidwell is getting coal this year because those extensions is. were ridiculous. Give all of them coal. Not earned in the slightest. So um, I agree with you on that. Anyone else getting coal from us oh, this oh, year? Teams? Uh,
1: um. Ooh, teams? Yeah. Anyone that personally victimizes? us? Just
0: always. Effort. The Dodgers always get yeah. coal. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. The Dodgers, the Lakers. The oh, in
1: there? Jacob Chickren. Oh. Mm-hmm. He deserves. He deserves coal. He's he's yeah. been playing well recently, which is good because it boosts his value. Out. But yeah, he's kind of been he's kind of been a little bit of a meanie head.
2: A meanie head. A
1: little bit. Yeah. Now you're you're starting to wear off on me, Chiristine. I'm trying to be trying to be a good person.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um I, love, but they, I, I was I was just about to say, man, I'm going to start using that word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Jay Crowder, Boosty said Jay Crowder. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah, Boosty. Yeah. That's a good one. Jay Crowder should get some coal too. That was that whole thing is so ridiculous like i still can't believe that we're dealing with those social media posts but uh, welcome to the age of social media um Um, sean
2: are you getting coal or cash this week with underdog fantasy
1: i'm getting getting cash i've been on a little bit of a burner recently putting money on some things getting some more money back you know that's how i do um but yeah I'm, i'm about to make some money i'm about to make some money tonight on the underdog, underdog fantasy app. What
2: you got going on tonight? Oh well, Suns or Yotes or both?
1: Um, I'm gonna stay. Well, I'm going to stay away from the Suns for right now. But I, I, well, the Yotes game, but not on the Yotes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be rocking Uh-oh. with some, some Boston Bruins props. Um, first pick them higher on David Pasternak goals on a half. I think they're gonna run all over this team. Maybe go higher on Patrice Bergeron shots. Um, higher on Jacob Chicken shots though, because he's been playing very well. Like I said. Um, they don't have anything for any of the goalies, but if it was, take the the, the Bruins goalies lower on shots, or lower on saves, Coyotes goalies higher on saves, because that's just how Coyotes games go. Yeah. I feel like Coyotes games tend to be a little predictable, so you can make some good money on it.
2: There I agree. Go. Very predictable. They were a little more predictable at the start of the season when they were like on a hot streak there, um, but they're usually, usually the over-under in general. If you're talking about goals scored, um, you're gonna put money down on any sort of goal scored uh, or higher or lower on goal scored rather. Um, that's always a way to go when it comes to the coyotes because there's always one one team or another there's going to be goal scored. Um, But if you want to get in on the action It's easy to get started Go to underdogfantasy.com Or download the app Sign up with promo code PHNX And Underdog will match your first deposit Up to $100
0: Dude, I don't know what it is about the people that watch our show But they are so funny I can't with the comments Um, Scroll up a little bit, Sean Elizabeth saying weenie heads definitely deserve coal Wait, Jeff well, Jeff weenie saying- head or meanie head? I weenie said head mean- okay. I said meanie head But, but look, weenie look heads what Jeff back. said Jeff said chicken is a cotton-headed niggie mother <laughs>
1: have you do you know what that's from (laughs)
0: yeah it's from al oh my god so funny everyone coming up with different things to say besides bad names um some other honorable mentions for Cole. we've got starver that's good one um scroll up a little bit and all other az media outlets from brian oh thanks brian we agree ours is the best (laughs) um yeah i love that okay all right um let's go to our next question B, this one's from Low Tone Capone. Speaking of the Cardinals, do the Cardinals have any chance to finish the season on a high note or has there just been too much damage from Cliff or anyone else that staff slash players to overcome? Oh, that's a good question. Low Tone Capone. There is a chance. There is a chance that they end the season on a high note if they can somehow get it together and pull some strings some wins together, uh, with the limited games that they have left uh coming off this by. Will they? I don't really have faith. Um Yeah, I feel
2: like I feel like I wanna reframe this question because there's always a chance. Yeah. And whether we have faith that they will is a totally different situation.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say no. <laughs> um, I don't think that there's anything really that can happen that will end the season on a high note for the Cardinals. I mean, like mean, are
1: forgetting something pretty big. Hmm. They could fire their coach.
0: Well, that's we're <laughs> going to get to that in a second. Don't get too far ahead of <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, but do you think that's going to be like a High note?
1: Like, I think that's a high note, in my uh, opinion. At this point, I think it's a high
0: note. No, no, I disagree. Um, I just think that we came into the season with expectations here, and the Cardinals have performed here— and even if they string some wins together, there's nothing that's going to get this team back up to here. Because I don't know about you guys, but my expectations coming into the season were at least making it to the second round of the third round of the playoffs. Um, and considering that they're not even going to make it to the playoffs at all this year is sad. I
2: remember, I remember people saying that they were once they got like Hollywood that they were legit Super Bowl contenders. And that's why I refused to drink the Kool Aid with this team. Like I w- was not even ready to nearly touch that, but there were high expectations, and super th- high expectations. We we saw it continue. We saw it start to unravel. Like obviously, you can say it bleeds into last the way that last season ended. But even if you say, okay, well that was last year it was a completely different season. We with all the stuff that happened in the off season, we it was a complete foreshadow of what was to come and things never got better from there
0: yeah I mean look we had this off season full of crazy drama you all know what I'm talking about we don't need to rehash that when does it stop and then we had Cliff and Kyim both getting extensions. And then a couple months later, Kyler got the extension that he so badly wanted. Okay, so we're coming into the season. Everyone's locked up. Everybody has a contract. Like, time to deliver. Time to put up or shut up. And they shut up. They did not <laughs> deliver in the slightest on any of our expectations in any way, shape, or form. And this whole season has so, been the biggest flop of all time. I would
2: say lost to the Patriots, although they are not the Patriots of old. I would say... The Broncos is a winnable game. I would say the Bucs, they're not going to win. I would say the Falcons no yeah i don't know about that one and then niners lose
1: yeah well so i wanted to for, well first i need to y'all weren't supposed to see bubble me i figured out a way i can be on the screen while I'm also on the screen but now oh, you get look
2: at screen, you so. bubble Sean? so Hello. you are on the screen i, I am on the sure screen totally was, okay. yeah
1: no i messed up the last time they saw me they weren't supposed to see me but now here we are bubble the Show. ominous man behind um, the computer hi
0: bubble sean <laughs>
1: hi bubble sean um I wanted you like that.
0: the good witch so yeah. go into the good witch in the bubble <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I, got, I have, like, an angel and a devil on my shoulder. Y'all can decide who is who. Um, but I wanted to ask <laughs> Boosie's question. It is a good chance to end it, but do you want them to end on a high note? Do you want to give them a little bit of reason to think that that maybe Cliff is the guy, maybe Kong's not that bad, and also, I guess, get a worse draft pick? Um, do you want them to end on a high note at this point?
0: That's a good point. Um, if I consider... If... I take into consideration, like, if ending on a good note puts doubt into the mind of Bidwell on making a decision on the future of his GM and the coach, then no. I want them to spark, like, spectacularly crash and burn this season if that is what it takes for Bidwell to look at that decision that he made and those extensions and say, "Mm, I made a mistake. I'm going to let you guys go. Um, So if that's what it takes, then I'm happy with them crashing and burning because I think Boosie brings up a great point. The worst thing that could possibly happen is they finish the season on a high note and that crea- creates enough doubt for Mecca Bidwell to be like, okay, well maybe we can take this momentum going into next season and I don't need to make any big changes. I don't need to address anything. We're going to take that positive and just let it ride. So-, so, It
2: depends what your definition of a high note is as well. Like Sean obviously mentioned firing their head coach but I've heard it said many times over again that ending on a high note would simply be kyler murray performing his butt off and just giving us confidence that he truly is the guy and he is the person that we thought he like had the potential to be or the quarterback rather and so some people might just say you know what if kyler murray can kind of write his ship personally and ball out for the rest of the season and we feel really good about who we have at quarterback moving forward and moving into next season um then like that's ending on a high note so it's it it, is it wins and losses for you or is it something else
0: yeah I guess it depends on what your definition of what a high note is um I could definitely get on the bandwagon of Kyler Murray at least putting us to bed with our doubts by balling out and if that results in losses that's fine like whatever at least we can have some hope in our quarterback going into next season but I just like this is hard for me to talk about because I genuinely like I didn't drink the Kool-Aid but I wanted the Cardinals to be so good like I wanted it so bad for them and I've just been so majorly disappointed and it freaking sucks to feel this way like I am not a fan of being disappointed by this NFL team. So, uh.
2: well, you hate to see like any team go through as much like internal turmoil as well. Like, yeah. you just, regardless of how frustrated you are with the team's performance, and I think maybe we saw this too with a little bit with like, with hard knocks and Buddha Baker pouring his heart out to the team. You just, like, you don't want to see the, the mis- some of the misconduct and the firings and then the losses and then. Uh, You know, guys taking it more seriously than other guys. Hard
0: Knocks has been a fucking
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was, yeah, which, anyway, yeah, it's, 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 I just feel for the guys as a whole. And I even feel for, like, Cliff. I know people are like, oh, but he sucks and this or that or whatever. Like, I genuinely, I don't want to see any franchise go through this kind of turmoil in general.
0: So. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of Cliff, uh, our friend Dario asked us who is the Cardinals coach next year. Um, I feel pretty comfortable saying that I believe it's still going to be Cliff Kingsbury, as much as I don't want that to be the case, and I hate saying that with every fiber of my being, and it makes me want to cry. Um, I just don't think we are eh, I don't think okay listen like if they let cliff go if they fire cliff like that is going to look so bad on michael bidwell it's gonna make him look like he doesn't know what he's doing and i obviously don't know michael bidwell personally but i'm assuming that's not a shot to his ego that he's willing to take right now so i think if keeping cliff keeps his (laughs) ego intact i think he'll keep him so and also too like you have the whole issue of the contract and the money that he's owed like It doesn't seem like a lot of money, but also too like
2: comparatively, he Cliff doesn't have a big money deal.
0: Yeah, comparatively he doesn't. So, like he, I don't think he can use the excuse of not wanting to burn that money to not let him go. But I just don't think he's gonna want to. I don't know. I just don't see him swallowing that pill.
2: Has Bidwell drank his drank the Kool Aid of like Cliff's not the problem, or and like really believes that. Or has he been able to kind of see the light and realize that, okay, maybe Cliff's not the guy. So, like, I don't know where what his perception is of what's going wrong. Obviously, you're always going to put blame on your head coach. But is he looking at it and saying, like, okay, well, you know, we had a lot of injuries. A lot of, like, other factors have played into the poor Performances this season. So I don't think it all rides on Cliff. I just des- I think he deserves another shot. I believe in where he can take this team. Or like, has he completely seen through it and been like, yeah, we need better leadership? This is unacceptable. A lot of this is a trickle effect from our head coach down. And um, you know, I don't know how he's thinking.
0: Yeah, I don't know how he's thinking. But either. I think
2: I feel pretty good certain in my opinion like if i if you're like okay you got to put money on it one way or another it will cliff be the head coach next year i would say yeah i would put my money on cliff being the head coach yeah
0: i agree um i think there's a lot of other external factors that play into it too i know a couple people mentioned sean payton in the comments i think that's a little bit of a long shot just because um, obviously, he retired on his deal with the Saints. So if we were to get him, we would owe money, more money to the Saints. Uh, we would have to pay the Saints. And then also we would have to pay Sean Payton. And then also we would owe Cliff whatever is written in his contract. So that's a pretty deep money hole that you're digging for yourself. And, and does he, he want to come here? And does he want to come here? Like, I don't think the Cardinals have given him any reason to really want to come here. Um, And also he lives in Los Angeles. Well, he's, he's got a
2: relationship with the Bidwells and a little bit of... <clears throat> dating back to when his to his college days a connection to the team not not the Arizona Cardinals but the Cardinals in general. So there's a little bit of that which people are hanging all of their hope on these these connections from a long time ago means that he's going to want to come here but when it I think for any coach you should look at it especially if his caliber um you should take a look at well, do I feel like I'm gonna be set up for success, yeah, here, and so you take a look at just all of those types of things is do do the cardinals have a track record of putting their head coaches in a position to succeed? Yeah, and I think that above anything else is uh should be. Your biggest factor when you're choosing, especially because he's in the he's in a position where he can
0: choose. Yeah, and he's he been linked to, to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers as well, and he lives in LA, so obviously there's a little bit more to work with over there. So there's just a lot of like variables when it comes to uh, Sean Payton, and I just don't know if the money pit is going to be worth what they're going to have to dig themselves out of but i guess we'll see um if you want to put your money down on something because you're in the betting mood head on over to the DraftKings sportsbook app and get in on some betting action there is a lot of nba stuff that you can put your money on right now which i definitely would recommend getting in on i think it makes watching basketball more enjoyable yeah i
2: agree <laughs> i was just i was getting ahead of myself a little bit because i always forget to place my bets before the games get started and then we end up talking about it on this show and then it reminds me and then I'm like, oh, I should just do it right now while we're live uh, doing our show. But the Suns are uh, one and a half point favorites against the Pelicans tonight, if anyone was wondering, and they are minus 125, their money line. And I was also interested in seeing what the over under on points for Devin Booker was tonight and um, I clicked off of that, but I believe it was like 28 or 28 and a half, which means I, I hope that he's going to have a. Yeah, smash good game that tonight. over, baby. So I would take the over on that and just go all in on Devin Booker's going to help write the <laughs> ship for the Phoenix Suns and get a win and have a big night. I would love to see that.
0: Me too. Um, if you want to get in on this action, which I highly recommend you do, download the app now. Sign up with promo code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX. P H N X only add the drafting Sportsbook app, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. All right, let's get to one, maybe two more, and then we will wrap this thing up and send you guys on to your weekend. Um, we got another ASU slash pack 12 question. Who will win more games next season? Dion or Dillingham, Dion or Dillingham. That sounds like a rap group. <laughs> um, and who is better set up for success from our guy, Daniel Kasten um i think this is a pretty one pretty easy question for me to answer but uh cheers i'll kick it over to you and see what you think
2: that's an easy question for you to answer
0: i think so yeah i mean i think it's going to be dillingham by a mile and i'm not just saying that because i went to asu and i'm an asu girl i just think that um dillingham is taking over a program that is in a further a long position than colorado is going to be and i know you know we haven't seen the recruits yet we don't know who you know dion's gonna sign who dillingham's gonna sign like there's still a lot of variables with the recruit class and stuff like that but um i think um i think dillingham is in a, a little bit better position for success and um you know i think the unknown variables about each coach kind of stack up evenly like dillingham's unknown is that he's a 32 year old head coach very young um dion's is that he is coming from a very small hbcu program that um hasn't really stacked up that can't really compare to like a power five program so i think there's the the unknowns to each are kind of like man. so then if you look at the next thing i think dillingham has a better Uh, chance of success with where the programs are at currently
2: so I think that you I think that both of these teams are going to look wildly different next year and so it's hard to even say like oh well one team had more success than the other Um, and it wasn't by much but I would say a large chunk of players on both teams are not going to be uh, be there next year so it's hard like you don't know the schedule you don't know who's going to be on the team next year especially with Dion saying that like bring in my luggage yeah you know might as well <laughs> that just jump ship is wild. Now. <laughs> yeah so I think that I think it's really hard to like actually look at anything tangible other than just who you think is going to be a better coach um and I think that Deion Sanders long-term ceiling is much higher than Dillingham's and I think that Dion is going to have bring in more Um, like top-tier recruits than ASU will have. And I also think that they're in a position where they could go on to have a meteoric rise over Mm -hmm. in in Boulder, or it could just crash and burn. And so it's it's hard to say, but I would put my money on the potential of Deion Sanders having success at this exact moment. And again, it could very much... Crash and burn, and I don't have full faith that it won't for sure. But I'm just going to say, Deion Sanders.
0: That's fair. I mean, if I can say one thing complimentary about Deion is, I love how much this move has revitalized the Pac-12 as a conference. Um, you know, obviously Colorado was in the basement for this entire year, and um, you know, people t- talk about all the time about how Pac-12 is like the joke of the Power Five, and the Teams cannibalize themselves, and you can never really tell who's going to have success, and blah blah blah. But it's just cool to see um, a Pac-12 school have so much attention, um, and you know, it's—I I, at least I enjoy that. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but I'm just happy to see the Pac-12 kind of get a little bit of a real revitalization from Dion coming here. Um, Sean, do you have any thoughts on this?
2: Ooh, he's itching. To open baby, do mouth. I have thoughts?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> Bubble Sean's back. <laughs> I mean, hey, Bubble you a little
1: every time pop up. I'll, I'll make this up. <laughs> um yeah I mean i don't i I think Dillingham is going to be better just based off where these programs were last year, and I'm also not at all convinced that Dion is going to have success at Colorado like no, there's
2: I, no guarantee like
1: i I think the reason he there was a lot of reasons that he had success at Jackson State that do not apply here, like the fact that it was an h b c u like there was something to sell there to these kids like and also like the context of when he was there was important, like he became the coach at Jackson State around the time of the George Floyd shooting, like at a time where there was a lot of, of people who wanted to like kind of reclaim their blackness and, and all of this stuff. And there was something to sell at Jackson state that he does not, he no longer has at Colorado. And, like we said, like he he doesn't have any experience. He coached at the Swack for a little bit, where you can win games based solely off of who your head coach is and like the one or two pieces of talent he was able to bring in. Because it's not like he turned this into like a power five school. They were still a Swack school with a couple of of talent, couple pieces of talent that probably would not have gone to the Swack otherwise. I just. I get into the whole conversation about I, the Dion and the I move. I disagree but. that he
2: doesn't have anything to sell. I think if you stuck Peyton Manning at the helm of – what is Pey- has Peyton Manning ever shown that he has credentials to be a head coach? Nobody's no. freaking Peyton Manning, and he's had success in the sport. Yep. He also has a lot of connections. And do you think that Peyton Manning can, because he's had success, then put other people – like that were once that he was once in their shoes, in a position to succeed as well. Yeah, but
0: that's what they said about Herm Edwards, and that like, crush and burn. No,
2: that's still Herm Edwards is totally a total. different But it's the story. same thing
0: though. Like ESPN former NFL player, high profile, high energy, big personality. Well, I'm talking about
2: somebody that's got a big time name. Deion Sanders yep. is one of the best athletes of our era in yep. general. So he says he could say. Listen, I not only have a proven track record of success in this sport, which I can then tell you and pass along to you and put you in a, a position to succeed, but I've got all of these connections, baby.
0: And but Deion that's the Sanders's same thing as Herm. Herm was like the NFL himself. model. Like, no, because I'm going to bring Herm- in all these head coaches that used to be in the NFL, and we're going to sell you this NFL experience. No, we're going to set already. you up and get Herm you the connections. in
2: 10 years and was old.
0: So, but it's similar. It's similar themes. Like, if you're, I know that Dion's name is way bigger. I'm not arguing with you on that. Like, yes, Dion is way, way, way bigger than Herm Edwards, but I think what they're trying to sell is the same thing. Like, I played in the NFL. I'm going to bring in all these connections. I have all these coaches that also played in the NFL. Like, I have all this experience. I'm going to help you get to the NFL. And then it just crashed and burned. Like, it was a high profile hire, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, the definitely the names are on two different levels, but they're both high profile hires. And, we saw what happened with Herm Edwards and you know, Dion and Herm, very eccentric, very loud, very happy. There's like there's not
2: a single kid who knew of Herm Edwards as a football player that would have been playing for him. People know yeah. Dion Sanders. I mean kids to, know Dion Sanders.
1: To be fair, like I don't know Dion as a player. Like he he didn't play while I've been I well, think he well, he played in like But he like
2: played that. enough to where people were still talking or like uh recent enough to where people were still talking. He was still a relevant yeah, yeah, athlete.
1: Yeah, people know I but I phrase what I meant wrong. It's not that he has nothing to sell. I just think what his biggest selling point was at Jackson State and the reason he was successful there, he no longer has here. And also, like their tolerance for Dion and his antics is gonna be much lower at Colorado than it is at, at at Jackson State, I agree. like th- there is there is there's just a lot. It's gonna be a very deep philosophical. That conversation. stuff
2: only works when you're winning, and as soon as it doesn't, you're gonna get mocked the heck. That out is of also town. the
1: true. That is also true. Dion's never lost. He has not lost. He has never had to be a coach while losing. So we don't know how that's going to be because they are going to lose games. They're going to lose a lot of games. This team won one last year. One conf one conference game last year, I think. Yeah, like he. he we don't know how that is going to go. And he's also going to have more talent. Like, there's just so much different about this situation that I'm not sold. He's going to be successful. I'm not saying he can't be, but I, I just not sold. He's going to be. And I'll, like, I just have a lot of problems with Dion and how this all went down, which I, to be a whole other conversation, I'm not going to get into right now. But I just, I just don't know that this is going to be like, it's a big name. It's going to be fun. Sure. I just don't know how it's going to go.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be interesting for sure um we'll see how that shakes out um all right well on that note <laughs> you ready to send it to the weekend
2: I think so I'm ready to send it to the weekend uh gonna try and golf oh, this
0: weekend. oh yeah I'm
2: trying to have like a really low-key just fun weekend and I was like you know what I'm either gonna at least, I mean, potentially golf and at least hit the driving range. And you know that every time I get out there uh, on the course, I'm always wearing my bad birdie gear. Which, by the way, I keep saying that I see it everywhere. I was on a walk this morning, saw a guy in a bad birdie hat pass me. I mean,
0: it's everywhere. The, the
2: the clothing, the accessories, including the hats, like just. A plus, they've got new golf bags on their website as well, badbirdygolf.com. The best-looking golf bags you will ever see. You can use the code... PHNX Bad Birdie 15 for 15% off. Again, that's badbirdiegolf.com. We here at PHNX absolutely love their clothing.
0: And we are all gonna be rocking it at our PHNX tea party. I am so freaking stoked about this, you guys. If you haven't heard, we are hosting a tea party on January 13th at 5 30 p.m. at the Dobson Ranch Driving Range. We are renting out the whole range. We're gonna be having Ooh. a watch party at the same time, so you're gonna be able to hit some. Some golf balls. You're going to be able to watch the suns take on the timber Timberwolves. There's going to be food there. There's going to be drinks there. There's going to be swag bags. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be so much cool stuff. Holy we are so freaking excited about this and you have to come. You absolutely have to be there. Uh, ticket prices are on the screen. It's $45 per person. Or if you're a diehard, which if you haven't signed up to be a diehard yet, you are really missing out because one of the best perks of being a diehard is you get discounted tickets to events and our diehards are only paying $36 for their Air tickets you can register a foursome or you can also bring your kids kids 10 and under there's gonna have a they're gonna have a clinic there for kids so bring out the whole family it's gonna be a family fun event it's gonna be so much fun you guys please don't miss out on this it's our first ever tea party you can get your tickets by clicking the links in our bio or if you head on over to our events tab on our website at gophnx.com you can also click on our events calendar and get your tickets there it's gonna be freaking fun as heck
2: massively excited for this one. Mac, you should try and like pick up a club. and. Oh,
0: I'm going to be swinging. It's going to be horrible, yeah. and it's going to be very uncoordinated, yeah, and I'll probably miss
1: Like at least five feet
0: away. <laughs> I'll probably miss the golf ball multiple times, and we're going to have to put up like a cage around me so I don't accidentally murder someone by letting go of the club or hitting the golf ball in the wrong direction. Not really selling but... this event right
1: <laughs> <laughs> now. It's,
0: it's going to be, be a lot so of fun. fun. If you can, you avoid can possibly die.
2: Mac's going to have to go to her own party.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, they're going to have to rent out a different range for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm gonna be there. I think so this could be the score for you. This moon. Mu- <laughs>
2: Your heart rate doesn't go up that much unless you're just like.
0: Why do we let do know? Why do we let up? Matt
1: get away with pretending that she's not athletic?
0: Do you know how much walking is involved in golf? That's a hard. Of they got carts. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you have to well, walk. No,
1: I want to uh, just address what I just said. <laughs> Why do we let Matt get away with pretending that she's lazy enough and athletic? <laughs> She was an Damn. athlete. She was an athlete.
0: What she you... is a long time ago. May, okay,
1: maybe lazy. She might be lazy, she but she not is athletic. Athletic? Why lazy. are
0: we just going <laughs> under the bus right now? I That's was going myself over,
2: under just the to bus to make sure that no, that I'm, I'm
1: we said you she was lazy bus.
2: and that was solidified.
1: I'm Pulling you out of the bus because I, you're, you're, <laughs> we're, we're, you're sitting here pretending I'm just on oh, this potato. I can't do anything. I'm not athletic. That's not true. <laughs> that was
0: so long ago, though. I'm so far removed from that. Okay, fair, but.
1: Um Still,
0: but yeah. So
2: I really f- don't know how to comment on whether she has genuine athletic abilities because I never really, I've never seen it put to the test. So we'll have to. I think. <laughs> well, this, it's th- more
1: of a matter of want, not ability. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. That's fair. That's why I'm lazy because I have no want or desire. But I am going to be hit, swinging some bu- swinging some clubs and False. hitting some golf balls. Mac
2: was pretty good at pickleball
0: thank you True. that was such a that's nice compliment <laughs> oh my god
2: that's
1: uh, what i'm saying though like if she wants it she can and
2: then she if, never she I, and then she was like i was like oh play pickleball with me she's like yeah we're gonna do it and then guess what we never freaking played
0: um, my mom's saying that she had to teach me how to run. That's not true. I was born with a deformed leg and I had to overcome that, mom. So get out of the comments, okay? I had to fix a she deformed didn't say leg. All that. You talk
1: about throwing yourself under um, the bus. All right, all
0: right. My foot was like this. Okay, anyway. All right, let's go to the weekend. Come to our tea party, get your tickets in our bio, go get your bad birdie golf gear. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We're going to have a great weekend, right? Cheers. Yeah, it's going to be very relaxing. relaxing. Um, shout out to our boss, by the way, Brandon Spano. It's his birthday. He's 40. He's old. So happy, happy birthday, Brandon. Happy <laughs> We hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. You guys are absolutely the best. I'd, I'm not even kidding you when I say this show would not be the same if it weren't for all of your incredible comments. I don't know what it is about the people that watch the show, but you all are so funny. It's
2: Mac very emotional.
0: I'm like, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Don't forget, we'll be live again next Friday at 1230 ish. Uh, <laughs> we will see you then. Oh, like this video. Leave us a five star review. We really appreciate it. Like it. Like it. Subscribe. Like subscribe. It. Okay. Goodbye. Happy weekend, everyone. Everybody.
2: See ya.